Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with session two of the Captain's Leadership Series. Again, we have Captain Lakaira Farms with us and Captain Oluwalu Oganyemi. Uh, great people doing great things in the U.S. Marine Corps and uh, amazing leaders. And so I'm so thankful to have them uh, first off doing the series, but really just diving deep into their journey. Uh, their track, some of the things that they've learned, and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for them to share. So, again, thank you guys, and good to see you all. Likewise. All right. So the last, <laughs> the first series, the first session that we did, you know, we just took turns, and, you know, me uh, striving to be respectful, you know, I, I let, you know, Captain Farms go first. But uh, seeing that she's a captain, it's like, hey, do I have to go first? No, ma'am. <laughs> so uh, we're going to switch it up today. And uh, as I throw the questions out at him, uh, Captain Oganyemi will be first today. Okay, per request. Uh, and then we'll just take turns going on the questions. But the first question today we'll start with is, uh, why is leadership important so captain Oganyemi, why is leadership important to you okay so you know this is one of those questions that when i when i read the question ahead of time it, it was a head scratcher because i was like you know what that actually is a great question why why is leadership important so i mean because we know that you know organizations that do case studies i mean we do in-depth in-depth research we invest in all the training i mean obviously we're doing podcasts about it but it's like why are we doing it? So my theory, and again, this is my theory, so you can call it wrong if you want, but my theory is it's important because leadership creates a culture. And then for me, what I believe is the culture determines whether your organization wins or loses. And so when I think about culture, I think it's, I always think of a culture as the values, the traditions, the beliefs, interactions, behaviors, attitudes, all those things, just like a large pot of gumbo in case you guys get hungry. It's like a conglomeration of all those things. Um, He's from Louisiana up, too, y'all. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> all those things make up the organization's culture. Uh, what I believe is a positive culture attracts, you know, talent, you know, and it, it increases everybody's level of buy-in. Uh, it, it helps with good interactions and the behaviors. And then it builds that level of trust and loyalty. And, and most importantly, it builds that, that unit cohesion or that camaraderie that we always talk about, the team. Just that that or that that team has, they just come together. When I when I think about it, I always think that you know the true leaders they build those cohesive teams just so they can mm. work towards a common goal, right? So I I like to compare it to sports because you know I, I I love sports and when I I did run track at some point. Now I'm I'm not as fast as I was, but at one point I ran track and I actually did relays all three of them, and I, I just 
one thing that just when I was reading thinking about this question, one thing that just stood out in my mind is when my coach, you know, he was leading us through, you know, just trying to make us better at running track, right? And if you run track, you know that every single second, now scratch that, every millisecond counts yes. on track. So one of the things that that he used to do, man, he used to make us practice handoff baton. I mean, hours upon hours investing in handoff baton. And I remember thinking, man, this guy's lost his mind. You know what I mean? But that was just one of the many examples of, you know, how that that muscle memory, just working through that, working through that, was just building that team cohesion and that that unit camaraderie. So when we got out there, we won, right? When mm-hmm. we got out there, we couldn't we couldn't lose a relay unless we got DQ. Uh, but when we got out there, you know, we couldn't lose. And it's because he created he created that culture of perfection, you know. And to me, that culture is what produced the wins. Uh, so anyway, that was my long-winded way of saying that, that leadership is important because it's really what separates the leaders or the winners from the losers. I love it. And then I also love how you talked about you have to build it. Uh, you have to create it. You know, I think for me, you know, things uh, – synonymous with success I think you know no significant success or no significant leadership or no significant culture is going to come to you you have to go get it and make it happen all right well Captain Forms you're up why is leadership important yes um to me I just think of it real simple um leadership is important like you got to have somebody there to pretty much maintain good order and discipline for whatever, whatever unit, section, organization it may be. Um, you have to have that person that's there to just kind of, you know, get, give the orders and, and let people know what they're doing because you can't just have, you know, a group of people just all on their own program. Somebody has to somebody has to set that up. And I can just think of some immediate examples, you know, um, prior to, you know, when we're getting ready to go to the field or execute an exercise or whatever. Um, I could see in, in times that there wasn't somebody who was standing there like that was the that was the leader or, you know, that held some type of position to be able to, you know, held some type of position of authority to be able to rally everyone to do what they're supposed to do. So we had Marines showing up um, the day that they were supposed to push out for the exercise and everyone's just kind of sitting around, you know, they're sitting there with their gear, they're waiting, no one's really taking any um initiative everyone's just kind of moving around doing whatever and it always takes like one person to get up and they're just like okay let's get accountability of everybody out here you know let's make sure we have everyone um we're counting for all the people we're counting for all the uh weapons we're counting for all the gear that we're taking and then as we load the buses somebody that's checking off all the names and whatnot just making sure and so that's what i'm saying like having somebody that's in a leadership position just to maintain you know whatever those standard operator procedures are that you have or whatever, um, they're just that person that's there to maintain good order and discipline because you can't, you, if you don't have leadership, if you don't have someone in that leadership role um, in an organization, it's just going to be chaos. There'll be no order. So that's just a simple answer to it. Love it. Love it. Maintain order and discipline. Love it. So the next question is, uh, what are some of the traits that great leaders have? So, you know, <clears throat> you two having gotten to where you are uh, if you hadn't observed some great leaders. You know, and I like to look at it as, you know, we all have a this or that that we look at people and we see, oh, that's good, I can incorporate that. Or, ooh, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> you know, ooh, that's not very good. You know, and so, uh, you know, and uh, Captain Ogunyemi and I were talking before the call about, you know, his father and the discipline, you know, that he instilled in them. and so. That's a great trait to have. 
but what are some of the traits that you've seen that uh, some of the great leaders have had in your life? And Captain Ogunyemi, you can go first. All right. So I think Captain Farns was trying to uh, trying to give me a subtle hint that my answer was too complex. So I'll keep it simple. Uh, so <laughs> some of the traits that that I've observed that leaders that work for me, um, uh, and it just made I feel like it something I've learned from um, is number one, leaders listen and learn. So they they always want to give. We, we alluded to, to this last week when we talked about Tyson, uh, Donnie Smith. He was the one that said the answer is always in the room in the yeah. last session that we did. Uh, but we, we talk, we just know that le- leaders want to give every last one of their people a voice. And I mean, everybody's going to gonna run the show. I mean, there's obviously we, we say that a, a body with two heads is a monster. We're not saying that. But we do believe that, or I do believe that yeah. having those, having that ability to listen and just to hear what your people think uh, is it, just a must. And then the second part of that is that they learn, right? Leaders are continuous learners. I learned this from a general her name is General Maylock. Uh, she's currently the director of IC4 in the Marine Corps, which is like the IT department for the Marine Corps. And when when I, she said this, I, I I couldn't believe it. She said it as a general officer, right? And this, a general officer is, is she, I mean, she's been in organizations for over three decades now. So, yeah, she's been there, done that. She has a good idea about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but she was telling us, she's like, yeah, I'm a continual learner. I'm a continual learner. You, you hear people say that and you sort of turn it, yeah, okay, continual learner. So then she tells a story about how she's out for a run and she's listening to a podcast about encryption. And I'm like, on a run? You know, who <laughs> Who on a run is going to be listening to something that's so that requires so much technical that has so much technical detail that you have to just pay attention so much to. But for her, she's like, I have to stay ahead. I have to stay relevant. I have to not only know what IT is going on uh, in the Marine Corps, but she has to understand IT in the civilian world. So it's those kind of things. Leaders are always learning and they're just trying to make themselves better at all times. And then the second part of it is uh, leaders look and adjust. So they're always observing. They're always trying to figure out, okay, you know, what what's working and what's not working uh, they're always paying attention to you they're always evaluating you they're always trying to get an understanding of what makes you better uh, so and then they adjust right so if if that means moving one person from one location to another whether that means providing additional resources to somebody uh, whether that means taking resources away or firing somebody uh, leaders have to adjust on the fly and understand that their adaptability and their ability to ju- adjust is what separates them from being a successful leader or just running an organization to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be my, my two, uh, my, my two big traits for a leader. Love it. So listen and learn and look and adjust. Good. I think those are also uh, great ones. Uh, <clears throat> you know, just like you said, it's great to be around people that are doing those things because like they show you, and like, not only are they in like top positions, but they're continuing to grow, uh, continuing to push themselves. Like you said, always remain relevant. I had a scenario where one of my, in coaching, uh, I had a defensive coordinator that was similar. And, uh, you know, I thought a lot of him and, you know, he had done some pretty neat things uh, in his life, in his career. And the first uh, spring that we were together, I remember him, like researching and handwriting like three or four pages of clinics uh, that we could go to and putting it up on the board. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, 
he don't need to go to any of that, you know, but uh, not only did he put that up there, but he went to every, as many of those as he could go to with us, you know, hey, let's go here, let's go, let's go talk, I'm gonna call so-and-so so we can get in there. And um, it was pretty awesome to, to see that. Well, I guess we'll, we'll dive into the last question. Uh, okay. And we'll just talk about leadership style. Uh, what is your leadership style? You know, I obviously laugh at this question because I'm, I'm just me. I, I can't, I can't, I can't avoid it. I tried, I tried not being me one time. And I always tell it, the last time I tried not being me, I was tag, sagging in jeans that were way too small. And I was trying to wear a do-rag that had holes in it. So, I mean, I, I, I'm just not a fan of trying to be somebody else. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, that's for somebody else. So for my leadership style, it's, it's four things. And they all rhyme because that's how my mind, that's how my mind operates. It makes it simple for me. Show, know, grow, and row. Uh, so the first thing, show. So I believe that as a leader, first and foremost, you have to set the example. Like that, and that's, that's part of my leadership style. Like if I tell my guys and my, my Marines uh, that I, hey, you need to be able to run, you need to be able to lift, you need to be physically strong, then I need to be up every morning or in the afternoon, whatever time. I need to be training myself to be physically strong and be and have the endurance. Uh, if I tell them they need to be knowledgeable, they need to be educated, then again, I need to be showing the example, setting an example for them to say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be knowledgeable. I'm gonna do exactly what, like I described with General Maylock, and I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm, when I'm running, I'm not going to listen to a podcast on encryption. That ain't happening. <laughs> but I will take some free time to actually read and learn and develop my mind. So I believe that first part of that is just just set the example, like show. Uh, the next part is know. And what that means is just know your Marines. Know the people that you're leading. Know like your organization. Know the team. Uh, one thing I heard from, from General Shea, uh, who was the recent uh, – she, she recently was uh, – the commander of the Marine Logistics Group in the Marine Corps, um, she always said this to somebody. She said, hey, you need to know trucks and planes. Uh, when this, you know, the guy that I work for, he's working in the wings. She told him, you need to know trucks and planes. And I'm like, what in the world does that even mean? Because he repeated it to me. And I was like, I'm sure it didn't make sense when she said it to you. So when you turn around and said it to me, it still does not make sense, right? <laughs> uh, but when he explained it, it's because they were working in the air wing, right? And what she was telling him is, hey, you can sit here and just think you're gonna know everything about IT and communications, or you're gonna realize that you will quickly make yourself irrelevant if you don't start knowing a little bit more about the organization, a little bit more about mm -hmm. where you're serving and what you're doing. So yeah, just knowing, like, again, knowing the organization and being very knowledgeable. And then the second part is knowing your, the people that you're leading, like know what they're going through, uh, know where they're from, understand where they're from and be able to find some way to, to lead them in that regard. Uh, the third is grow, uh, and that ties right in with that, that no. Uh, be able to grow and develop not only your organization, but be able to grow and develop the people that you're leading. Um, and, and the way that looks for me in the Marine Corps is you're always providing opportunities for an individual to get training, providing opportunities for the individual to understand uh, how important their role is in the Marine Corps. And I think the same thing will span uh, any organization. They have to understand that, hey, I have the potential to grow in this organization. And the second time, grow the organization. Like if you're, it's a little bit harder in government, but not so much, right? So one thing that we, we try to focus on, especially at our level, is retention, right? Because we, if we pass that off to, you know, those, those organizations, those people that are way at the top, then we'll never, ever uh, be able to retain the right people. So that, 
one thing we focus on is retention. And we do that in order to support the organization and grow the organization to make sure that the right people are in the right places. And the last time, uh, last point is row. Uh, and what that means is that it's just simple. It's again, it's a sports reference. Sometimes you got to row hard. You got to work your people and you got to be okay with it. Uh, as she kind of forms, she's literally right here in, in a desert uniform because she is rowing. You know what I mean? That's how it works. I mean, sometimes you just got to work and you, they got to be okay with it. If you get those other three right, I think they'll be, I mean, they'll, they'll gladly row for you. They'll gladly work hard for you. But yeah. there's going to be times when, when, I mean, I remember when I first, I first showed up as a brand new lieutenant, I remember showing up and telling them, Hey, we're going to do this, 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 and that. I need this done. I need that done. And I came out the gate. Cause I had to, I mean, this is stuff that had to be done, you know? And I just remember like everybody sort of like, Oh, what's going on. I was like, Oh man, I, maybe I joined the wrong organization because I'm pretty sure that we just need to get the job done. Uh, and it's just, it's just that thing. And it, nobody, nobody goes to an organization to not be challenged. So yeah. you have to be able to like, just roll. You got to roll and roll hard. Again, you're leading them. You are leading. Don't tell them to do anything that you won't do, but you got to be willing to roll and roll hard. So, Show, no grow, row. That's love it, love I'm not it. a rapper, uh, but, you know, <laughs> I think you hey, dropped that in there. Hey, you said that, man. I almost hit you with a beat or something, man. <laughs> 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 well, Captain Forms, let's let's hit on uh, traits uh, that great leaders have had um, throughout your journey. Yes. And so um, traits that, that are super important to me, I think, uh, one, leaders that I've had that are, that are, that are pretty humble. Um, I always look for that, look for humility in, in a uh, leader because it kind of shows that, you know, they're, they're not just all about themselves and not just in this to kind of like pump themselves up, but they, they, you know, they're, they're understanding that their role in this organization is to help the organization and the people in it to progress. And, um, by default, if you do those things, you'll also be uplifted with it. So, so some type of humility, um, leadership that's transparent. Like you don't, you you always want to be able to know the why and behind what you're doing. And I think leaders who do a good job of explaining that why, uh, <laughs> like those are the ones that you know people are are um, more inclined to follow because you you understand like the the reason. People aren't just barking orders at you but they're letting you know we have to get these things done so we can meet this goal. And this is what, what your role is in that. And this is why that role is important. So it kind of lays out like the whole big picture and, and, and it um, encourages people to do their part in order to, to meet the mission accomplishment. And then, um, and then um, another thing I look for in leaders is for them to just be like firm, but fair. Like you, you definitely, especially in this organization, um, and I know I, I've learned this over time. Like, uh, I definitely want to want to make sure that you know you're setting a standard, and that you are able to hold your Marines or who, whatever group you are in charge of, hold them accountable for when they're doing wrong. But also make sure that you're being fair. Like, look at everything that contributed to whatever that downfall is, and then kind of kind of judge what the punishment is going to be based on all the contributing factors. And so. Like, although you're being firm and making sure you're upholding the high standards of the organization, you still want to be fair and consider the human uh, factors to all that. So those are just three things that have always been important to me when I see leaders um, um, 
yeah, like I said, humility, being transparent, being firm, but fair. And uh, above all else, just being real. Like, I don't, it's very easy. It's very easy to tell when somebody is, is kind of fronting, when they're standing in front of you trying to act like they know everything or, you know, they're kind of just walking around like they're the most important person in the room or whatever. And people can sense that. And then those type of people is really hard to get, you know, everyone to want to contribute to help you get, you know, to help. They'll, they'll get you to mission accomplishment, but they're not going to go above and beyond in a way that somebody who's at least a little more real with them. And that goes along with that transparency. Like sometimes I might walk in the room and Marines might ask me something. And if I don't know, like, I'm not afraid to say that um, because like Marines, they already can tell. <laughs> like if it's something that I don't know and I'm like, you know what, that's, that's not, I don't even know that. Like who in here does like, let's see. Let's go find out. Or I or I know some people, you know, if I don't know something, I always know someone I can ask. And so just being real transparent about that. And so, you know, the Marines are able to see um, like a real example of like some leadership standing in front of them because, you know, they get this they get this perception that you have to be this perfect like robot. You have to know all yeah. these things you have to have. All, and that's not it. Like you can you can be like a normal person just like me standing in front of them. But you have to be able to communicate like what you do and you don't know and you have to be resourceful and you can kind of you show that to, to your Marines and then, you know, and it gives them an opportunity to stand out because there might be somebody in that room that can fill in the gaps. So that's what I'm saying. Just being real with being real with your Marines and those that you leave and don't try to put on like some type of front. So those are all, um, all really important. I love it too. I think, um, when you said humble, being humble, transparent, firm, but fair and being real, I think we can when you can do all of those things, just like you said, I think it, it brings the greatness out in the room or wherever situation you're in. Because um, you know, if you can say, Hey, I don't know that, who knows that? You know, like you said, it gives somebody opportunity to step up and then now, hey, let's go. You know it, let's go. <laughs> you know, give them opportunity to lead and have confidence and and do those things. And when you're a leader that can, I don't know. I think leader is synonymous with coach, um, you know, and, and when you are leading a team, coaching a team, uh, you, you find the, like, like what's a, what, what are all of our strengths? You know, I'm going to put you in a situation to, to where you can accentuate, you know, do your thing with your strengths, you know, and then what are, what are our weaknesses? I'm going to help you get better on those. And so when you are a captain, coach, leader uh, that does those things, you're going to get the best out of your people uh, regardless because they know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you care. And, and if you're not a great leader, you don't take the time to do those things. And y'all mentioned all of those things that go with that. So let's go captain forms. Let's talk about your leadership style. Um, you know, what, what do you strive to have in your leadership style? So in my in my style of leadership, um, first and foremost, I just try to make sure um, that, you know, those things that I mentioned, um, you know, the traits that I look for, I just try to make sure that I reflect that. Uh, first and foremost, I, I always I make sure I'm always myself around them, because um, like I said, me being in this organization, it, it almost has nothing to do with me at this point. Uh, when I originally joined, I didn't even think that I was going to be in this long, let alone be an officer. And so um, now that now that I've gotten to this point, the thing that keeps me here literally is the Marines. <laughs> and, um, and so in my position, I'm just doing as much as I can 
to uplift the people around me and bring in all the people that's going to take my place when I'm no longer wearing this uniform. And so, so first and foremost, I, I make sure, you know, that, that, um, as a leader, I'm continuing to be myself. So I don't put out some false perception of what a Marine Corps officer is or whatever, just to let people know that they are capable of doing this job. Because if you see someone that's that's reflected in you either in the way they look the way they act the way they talk just whatever different ways that you can relate to somebody you can kind of see yourself filling those shoes and um with that you know i've been able to to relate to a lot of the marines around me to be able to talk to them to either encourage them to to think bigger in the organization because some people may come in with short-term goals which is also fine um not not saying that everybody that puts on this uniform has to be here forever but um, and but some of them might, you know, they they their goals change depending on what they see around them. And so if I continue to be myself and let them know that you don't have to change who you are <laughs> as a person in order to be a leader in this organization, um, that's big. So that's one thing I just make sure um, that I stay true to myself. The other thing that I that's big on me is to just take care of the Marines around me. And like I know I keep saying it, but that's huge. And that and that um. And especially being a company commander, like there's a lot of things that I can do in that position to make sure I'm, I'm timely when Marines are requesting, you know, if they're sending TA requests, I'm timely with that. If they're if they're trying to um, get their outbound, you know, their, their uh, CO interviews done or whatever they need and uh, to have an interview with me to make sure that they're set up for their transition out of the Marine Corps, I need to make sure that I take all that stuff seriously and it's not just a check in the box. When Marines are getting ready you know, at the end of an exercise or at the end of their tour, if there are Marines who rate awards, like hitting up their leadership, like, hey, we need to be putting something in the system for them. This Marine, you know, did a good job. I want to make sure that they're awarded for the things that they're doing. Um, or even like something as simple as approving leave requests timely, just making sure whatever it is that I need to do to take care of them administratively. Um, I make sure those things are done timely because I know how it is to be sitting there waiting for somebody to approve your package for whatever, you know, and all these things and being a headquarters company commander, that's like a, a bulk of my day to day is all of the packages that come through from Marines uh, making requests for education, for skill bridge programs, for you know, maybe maybe they're trying to get comrades because they they don't they have a job that doesn't allow them to meet the time for the child hall. So they need to be able to get extra funding to get food from somewhere else or whatever. I just need to make sure that I dedicate enough time to get those things done. And Marines aren't sitting around waiting on me to be able to, you know, get whatever it is that they're requesting. So taking care of the Marines and um and for those that, you know, I do have the direct impact to work with in person, just making sure I'm talking to them about you know, what are your goals? What are you doing to reach those goals? And then checking in with them to make sure that they're doing, you know, they're meeting their personal goals and, and, and developing um, in the way that they, that they saw themselves developing, uh, joining this organization. And so um, last but not least, I just make sure that as, as, a, as a team, you know, we're doing what we need to do to meet the mission. And so whether that's, you know, handling all the administrative the administrative mountain that comes with headquarters company, uh, my team making sure we get everything done to meet the mission that way, or whenever we're pushing out for an exercise and making sure that we're all working together to make sure every person out here has what they need to be able to uh, command and control their group, their troops on the ground. Um, it's just making sure that we that we're able to work as a team to get all those things done. So those are those are just the things that I look look to making sure I stay myself. You know. Um, Make, yeah, like I said, making sure I stay myself, take care of the Marines, and then meet the mission. And that's pretty much 
where I get my style of leadership from. Love it, love it. You know, uh, as I sit here and I listen to both of you, you know, talk about, you know, why leadership is important and uh, some of the traits and then your leadership style. I think there, there's one word that comes to mind for me. And uh, that word is boom. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Man, this is some good stuff right here, right? And so, you know, I think uh, Captain Oganyemi, you know, and he said, uh, like, first to me, you know, I think it's really cool that uh, you guys are, are in, a, in the Marine Corps, you know, doing your thing. Like, that's that's elite, right? And then uh, he said, you know, just in taking care of my Marines, you know, he said that. I'm like, like, wait a minute, man. Like, these guys are captains in the Marine Corps. Come on, man. Let's go. And so I, I think it's it's so amazing um, what you all are doing. Um, I, I think it's really cool how you do what you do uh, because I think you're centered and you're grounded, like deeply rooted with some core common principles uh, that make a huge difference, right? And, you know, both of you have said, have said this in both sessions that we've done so far, you know, about taking care of people, about, you know, let this person go first because I just want to listen and learn, you know, uh, those kind of things. And so I think when you can be selfless, uh, just take care of the people around you. I think it's amazing how the big man sees fit to take care of you. And, and I've seen that happen so many times uh, in my life. Uh, in the life of the people that I've learned from, you know, uh, that have led me. And, and it's so amazing. So, again, I just want to say thanks so much uh, for, for what you do and, and how you do what you do. And then taking the time to, uh, you know, hang out with me uh, to talk leadership so that others can be better. Did you have something, Cap? Oh, can you hear me? I oh, no, I was... no, I'm just, I'm just bob my head and enjoying it i, I told you i got yeah. a big head little neck sometimes my, i think my neck starts getting <laughs> but man hey, listen chip i really enjoy this man because you know like like you just said you know sometimes it's just good to sit back and and just learn you know yeah and that's what i feel like I, i'm doing now i'm 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 taking notes i'm still stuff from captain farms and putting yeah. my leadership philosophy i mean she yeah. talks about like taking care of marines administratively you, you just don't know how big of a deal that is you know yeah. there's so many marines that we just yeah, and I'm sure every organization does it, but at our level as captains, there's no excuse for it. You should know every Marine by name. You should know your, you should know who you're leading, right? Uh, and at, at times, I think we make excuses. I think at times we we sort of, we sort of shrug it off. But now I really appreciate this session. I, like I said, I'm just learning. I, I'm learning from, from Chip Baker and Captain McIver <laughs> Farms. You know, I'm just, I'm just here taking notes. Well, and, and that's same, a, same here. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say same here. Just taking notes and and. Um, I like the point that you brought up with always learning because that's that's big and um, and you need to understand as a leader that that there's always room for growth and that you can learn from anybody and um, if you ever get to the point where you feel like the person talking to you that you can't learn anything from them then that's when there's time for some self adjustment because <laughs> it doesn't matter like who I'm talking to in the room um, you, you can learn something from everybody and so uh, 
So I, I, I think I'm grateful to be a part of this. I hope somebody's able to take something from it. I know I was. And I, like I said before, I just appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> so thanks. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that was one thing. I'm glad y'all elaborated more on that because I was going to say that too. That was another thing, trait that I noticed. And you talked about, you know, continuous learning. But like, like all of us, you know, have pens and notepads and taking notes. Right. So like, man, this is the opportunity to get better. Oh, come on, let's go. You know? And, and I think, <laughs> I think you have to have that. And then when you get that, that concept of addition versus multiplication, right. So like, you know, Captain Oganiemi, you know, he adds value. Uh, you know, Captain Farms, you, you add value. Uh, I'm striving to add some value, but like when we can come together, you know, the value that we add, it multiplies. Right. And and it makes everything more better. <laughs> right. Yes. It makes it, it makes everything more better. Uh, and, and we learn, we grow, we get better and we're, we're better for the people that we love and care for uh, through our leadership and that right there. And that's when you're in alignment with your assignment. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> well again i just want to say thank you and uh thank you guys for checking out this uh session two leadership uh session defining leadership and uh, we hope you guys enjoy it hope you can take something from it and use it to help you be a more effective leader in what you do so again thank you for the, taking the time uh see you next time god bless go get it